Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to continue doing this. Uh, we, we don't have any funding. Our board of directors has failed to fund us. And so, you know, we can't afford the whiskey. We can't afford the... Anyways, oh, we're well. going to keep doing this. And uh, we'll do it for free if we have to. Oh, wait. Uh, wait, we do. We, we, uh, <laughs> crap. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Um, not a whole lot to talk about this week, yeah, wrestling-wise. Really uh we're going to dive into, there was an NXT pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, there's an AEW, as we sit down and record that, there's an AEW pay-per-view starting in about an hour, hour and a half. Yep. Uh, Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. What a, what a name. Yeah. Uh, but to get us through. Hey, last week we didn't drink anything, so it looks like Michael more than made up for it. Yeah. This week. So this week we have Jefferson's Reserve, Pritchard Hill, Cabaret cask finish. So cabaret cask, that, Cab- cabernet, that, yeah, cabernet cask. That's a that's a wine. Yeah. So what I'm guessing they happened that happened here is that they made their Jeffersons, yeah. um, which, if I recall, we were just kind of ambivalent. We were kind of mad yeah. about it. The oceans is really good. The Jeffersons Ocean Aged at Sea is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we were like, because I think our biggest our biggest thing about Jefferson's was, for the price, we kind of expected more. Yeah, um, it was it was a perfectly serviceable whiskey. It was it was good. Yeah, it just there's but, better ones at cheaper price points. Right, like it wasn't any better than Larceny. It wasn't any better than Redemption. It wasn't any yeah. better than Bullet, and all of those are cheaper. So yeah, so. Then we did, you know, we, we had the Jeffersons. We had the Jeffersons Ocean Aged at Sea. We actually really enjoyed that one. Yep. And now we've picked up this one. Which I'm guessing what they did here is they took a wine barrel then yeah. charred the wine barrel and then put the, uh, or, or they probably didn't even char it. They probably yeah, did this in, uh, a, in a new charred barrel. They, like, they probably took, finished you know, it in a wine barrel. Took, took a couple barrels of their, their regular whiskey and dropped them into used wine barrels, which they're not the first ones to do that. No. We've had several, you know, on this show that have been aged in different ones. Yeah. This it, is Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey finished in a Pritchard Hill Cabernet Sauvignon. So Cab Sav. Yeah. Um, it's a real dark wine. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Cab Sav is... Dark red. Yeah. Cab Sav is Caitlin's favorite wine so those of you that want to buy gifts for me uh, go ahead and just give me some hey, cab sav and i can give not, them to my wife we are not tiktok um, artists please please don't <laughs> beg for things <laughs> look man i gotta gotta pay the bill somehow you know uh but yeah this is um 45.1 percent alcohol by volume making it 90.2 proof not sure why we got the 0.1 percent but hey that 0.1 percent matters yo <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, this is, uh, it smells really good. Like it does. Like we're sitting here as we were just running over our show notes before we got started and it's, it's powerful. It, it's very, yeah, like you can, 
like we've got it just you know it's been sitting in our in our glasses airing a little bit um you can smell it like yeah. like there's several whiskeys we've had before that we've poured and let sit there and you you can't even tell that there was anything poured into it unless you like pick up the glass and you're like you know right in it to try to smell what it smells like but this 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 one just sitting on the table it's like okay we've got a whiskey open yeah and it so, smells good. So, so we're going to see what it tastes like. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. It's really sweet, but not like, it's like a fruit sweet, not a sugar sweet. Yeah. No, that's really good. Like, I really like that. It's, uh, it's got... Yeah, it's it's a very sweet note right on the front. Yeah. It's not very it's not too syrupy. Like Michael said before before we started recording this that Caitlin had, had tried some of it. Uh she said it tasted caramelly. Um I'm not getting the caramel here. I'm not either. But that you know, everybody's, everybody's palate taste is different. Is different right? Because to me, caramel is that caramel is sugar sweet. Yeah. Right? This is more like, it doesn't taste like watermelon at all, but it reminds me of that biting into a mm-hmm. watermelon. Because a watermelon is a very sweet fruit, but it's not like, oh my God, I'm going to die of a sugar overdose here. It's just sweet. It's not diabetes sweet. Right. It, it's So it, it tastes, tastes kind of like that. It tastes like a cherry or like, like how yeah. you would think of, Fruit tasting no, sweet. Yeah, That's I can what definitely gets definitely me. go there. Maybe some cherry notes even in there. Now that I'm, yeah, you know, now that you mentioned it, it's very good. I, I'm, I'm a fan. It doesn't. It and burns. It, there is a burn. I mean, it is ninety proof, proof, but it's not an overwhelming burn. Which I mean, we've been drinking hundred yeah. and hundred twenty four proof whiskeys. I don't know if our palates understand <laughs> what burning is right. anymore. But um, uh, and you can't beat the price of it. Yeah, I got it for free. <laughs> yes. So, you know, now how much is this is a good question. Uh, my guess is probably 50 bucks, 50, 50 to 60, somewhere in there. I'm actually going to go higher just because of what I know of uh, Jefferson's. So. See what, it's, uh, see what it is at, like, Curiata or something like that. You know, <laughs> Curiata, the... The, the service where you can order liquor to your home unless you live in Mississippi where we live. And then they're like, yeah, sorry, we can't deliver to the 1950s. Yeah. So what we... Okay. So, what do we oh, see? Wow, why did that... What did that happen there? Okay, go back. It's, it's great, great audio content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the listeners. Okay, so I'm seeing this bottle about 90 bucks. 90 Wow. Uh, I see one for 75 and I'm just looking, I just Googled it. Sure. So I'm just looking on what they got there. So, so now I there's will, a, hold on. Now there's one that is 150. So I, if we take even the lowest that you just saw there at like around 70, I'm putting this in the same category that I put Jefferson's reserve in that case. This is good. I would feel a little cheated if I spent between seventy and a hundred bucks on a bottle of this. It's good. Don't get me yeah. wrong; like it's enjoyable, but it ain't yeah. seventy to a hundred dollars enjoyable. And I, I just based on what I know with Jefferson's Reserve, they 
they like it. Like I look at this and say, okay, if, if you bought this for that that ninety dollars or the mm. you know something like that, um, I could buy a bottle of ten cup or of old soul ten yeah. cup, ten type, ten type rather, and I'm going to get so much more out of that, yeah, than this. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, like I said, I couldn't beat the price. Yeah, I, I got this for free for <laughs> helping for the price you paid for it, man. Killer. Yeah, it's right? it's but. great. It, it might be something I would pick up again. Um, I kind of want to taste this through and run this through an old fashioned. Um, yeah, and see it, how that how that affects it. It might would work pretty good with that. I would think. Um, so, so and that's definitely something that I'm going to do because at home I have bitters and simple so, syrup. So, and, speaking of old fashions, uh, I saw something the other day on How to Drink YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Where they had, he was trying an old-fashioned syrup. Yeah, I saw that too. Which, you know, for for those of you that may not know, right, an old-fashioned is a whiskey with simple syrup, Mm -hmm. uh, Angostura bitters. Yep. Generally, then an expressed orange peel. So Mm -hmm. you kind of... Grate the peel, you squeeze it to get the oil out of it, and then you drop the peel in the drink. Yeah. That's a traditional old-fashioned. Now, a lot of people will muddle a cherry or muddle an orange wedge. Yeah. Uh, I did know. that the other day where I muddled some cherries and some orange wedges. I, I've been making it because my oranges went bad, so I've been making it just by dropping some cherries in the bottom. Yeah. Which is I'm, good. I'm not a fan of adding the fruit. Um, I've done it before with like a... Orange bitters mm-hmm. turned out okay. Uh, cherry bitters works fine. But traditionally, it's Angostura. Yeah. Um, so this syrup that you can find, it's a simple syrup with the Angostura bitters already in it, mm-hmm. really. And and legit, you take X amount of it, you pour it in a glass, and then you pour X amount of whiskey in on top of it, mix it up, boom, old-fashioned. So you don't have to worry about shelf-stable simple syrup. You don't have to worry about buying an entire bottle of bitters just for this one drink that you may or may not drink. Um, so if you can see those and you wanted to try out an old fashioned, which is my preferred way to drink whiskey, mm-hmm. um, knock yourself out. I, yeah. I, I don't think you would go wrong with it. Yeah. You know, Greg from, from how to drink great YouTube channel. Check them out. If you're at all interested in different cocktails and that kind of stuff. Uh, he said, it's not as good as if you make it your, your own. Of course not. But anything from a can or a bottle is never going to be as good as if you're making it from scratch. Think think your mama's homemade biscuits right? versus, versus the grands yep. that you buy at, at Walmart. The thing there is you, you trade a little bit of quality for a little bit of convenience. Yeah. Like, sure, you can make your own simple syrup. You can go buy yourself a bottle of Angostura. You can spend the time making sure you do the right ratio on the simple because if you don't, uh, it will get go bad. Um, and then you got a whole bottle of sugar and water that's just sitting there on your yeah. counter or in your fridge, um, that you if may I, or may not use. Simple. Is it a two to one or a one to one? Two to one, I believe is the shelf stable version, mm. uh, which is two cups of sugar to one cup of water or two cups of water to one cup of sugar, whichever way it is. Um, to the Google box, you know, it's one of those, like you can mix it a certain way to where it is stable to put on the shelf. And it won't ferment. It won't go. It won't go off. Uh, more traditional is a one to one, but that one will go off. That one you can use it for 
a few days to a week or so, and then it starts to taste like it starts to taste rancid. Yeah. So now that we've gone through some some old fashioned lore, we've we've talked about our whiskey. Uh, like Michael said, there wasn't a whole lot that went through wrestling this week. Um, WWE is still kind of a little bit in a holding pattern. Uh, we did see LA Knight come out and make the save for John Cena, which does set up the fact that they're going to be a tag team uh, coming up here at probably Survivor Series. Yeah, I think, um, in a, it, I forget if it's Survivor Series or if it's something between now and then. Um, yeah, it's, it's something between. It's fascinating. Yeah, it fascinating. is, yep. Yeah. So you got that going on. Um, let's see. Trying to think if there's anything else like during the week type stuff. It looks like we're probably setting up a war games match of uh, Judgment Day plus the human Funko Pop JD McDonough versus Sammy KO, Jey Uso, and Cody for that same pay per view. Yeah. It seems like it's either going to be a four man, an eight minute tag or it's going to be a war games. I'm I'm feeling like they're probably going war games here, um, so it looks like we might be getting that. Um, that's kind of it, honestly. From the those shows, Collision, Dynamite, and Rampage were all just lead-ins for Wrestle Dream, which yeah. is like Michael said in about an hour, uh, or so for us. Um. It's kind of come out that Matt Riddle being fired, um, a video was, was released that appears to show Matt Riddle being drunk on that flight. That from, would surprise me. Uh, that, yeah, that he the flight was delayed and he and several friends got drunk. And then, of course, Riddle got belligerent. And this is all, you know. Yeah, alleged. This is all alleged. But that was the straw that broke the camel's back as far as uh, it goes with Matt Riddle. Uh, there is a lot of interest in him from various MMA slash wrestling promotions. Yeah, I really uh, hope he doesn't show up in AEW. I don't want to see like, him in AEW. Like, I'll put it this way, right? Stoner bro Matt Riddle is a character. I kind of dig. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I enjoyed the goofy comedy. I enjoyed the, especially when he's with Randy and Randy was having to play the straight man. Well, him and, and uh, uh, him and Pete Dunn were Pete, amazing. Yeah, and Pete Dunn. Um, like that was, that was killer. I, I loved all of that. Right. But Matt Riddle as a person just seems like a not great guy. Uh, th- whether he is a bad person or bad things just happen around and to him. If I'm running a wrestling business, I don't know if I want to take on that responsibility. He's definitely brought forth a lot of bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was the easy decision yeah, for WWE, for WWE to let now. him go. And I, I think that Tony, as much as I have issues with some of Tony's decisions, and I've been very vocal on this right. program about those decisions, I think he is smart enough to kind of look and say, we need to see how he handles yeah. himself for a little while. And the other thing there is, there are several other people out as, as quote-unquote free agents at the moment that I think would fit AEW a whole lot better. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about, the last time we were here, you know, we talked about... uh WWE's releases, and one of them was was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and I think we both said we want to see Dolph. I'd love in, to see Dolph in AEW. Um, you know, Shelton Benjamin was mm-hmm. released. 
and we didn't really mention it too much, but I think he would be amazing in AEW. He would be great in AEW. He's 49 years old or will be shortly. Yeah. I forget exactly when, you know. But he, he's 49 years old, so his ring days are mostly behind him. Yeah, like, he might get one more contract in, right? Yeah. But dude can go still. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd love to see him come in. Hey, you know what? He can join BCC. Yeah. Uh, you know, put, him in, put eight, him in his faction like that so he doesn't have so he can be on TV, but he doesn't have to wrestle all the time. Because, again, I will, I will always stand by factions being a great way for people to be on TV but not necessarily have to be booked. Yeah, and I, th- I think Shelton ben- Benjamin could step into a producer role. Easily. Easily, and AEW definitely needs more producers, and it, reportedly one of the, the things that I saw is that he, uh, not he, but, but AEW is in fact looking for a lot more producers. They want to yeah. get to a one-to-one ratio yeah. to where you have one producer working on one match. Right. Which I think is a laudable goal for, you know. You've also got, you know, in, in that same, like, release, free agent, all that kind of stuff, Sammy Callahan, who we don't talk about a whole lot because we don't really talk about Impact TNA, um, but he was one of their biggest and brightest. Uh, his contract expired yesterday, because mm-hmm. this is October 1st when we're talking about this, obviously. His contract expired at midnight last night, so he is a free agent. He could show up anywhere. Yep. Um, and Adam Copeland, Edge. Yeah. His contract officially expired at midnight last night. Uh, and, you know, we obviously don't know if Edge is in talks with anybody. Sure. We, we don't. Um, we know that we. what we do know is Edge received a, an offer from WWE that he turned down, mm-hmm. or at least he said he turned down, because it wasn't enough money. They they were they were too far apart on money and expectations. Yeah, and that's fair. Edge is nearing fifty. Yeah, uh, a couple of cool things that have come out. Of course, WWE owns the rights to the name Edge, mm-hmm. so he couldn't wrestle as Edge. However, Adam Copeland owns the rights to Metalingus. As far as being used as his entrance. Really? So, if he did show up you at imagine? AEW, can you imagine the pop if, he, if that plays? Look, there's a lot of going around right now. Obviously, Wrestle Dream is tonight. AEW does have a history of debuting people on their pay-per-views or their big shows, right? He's available. I could see him show up. And the reason I say that, right? Like, if they wanted to do this, it would be a perfect opportunity. Now, whether they do or not, I feel like we should temper our expectations, obviously. Obviously. Like, no, I'm not super excited that but Edge is showing up on WrestleDream. We have Christian Cage, mm-hmm. the TNT champion, versus Darby Allen with Luchasaurus and Sting both banned from ringside. To make it a fair fight. To me, this is the perfect opportunity. Stars have aligned type thing for Edge to show up. He shows up, and whether he shows up and costs Darby and joins with Christian, or he shows up and costs Christian. And we get a little bit of a Christian Edge feud. 
Either way, I think it would be worth it. Yeah, it would definitely be. Personally, I think I would like him to join Christian, I think. And then you have Edge and Christian, and then you can start leading into a little bit of Matt and Jeff. And we can get a a one final run, Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. I 16-year-old me would pop like crazy for that. Now, 43-year-old me is going to realize all these dudes have lost a step. Or two, or three. And Edge, Edge <laughs> is probably the one that has lost the least. Him and Christian, I think. See, but, I don't know that Christian... But Matt and Jeff both have lost a lot of steps. And the thing is, is both Edge and Christian stepped away for several years. Mm-hmm. Edge was gone for nine years. Christian, I think, was it five, four something or five, like something like that. So they stepped away. Their bodies had a chance to heal they they didn't get all the miles. Yep. Matt and Jeff have constantly been getting been getting bumped on. Well, when when and, Jeff hasn't been in jail or well, suspended or any of that I kind mean, of stuff. So used to know. say he hasn't been getting bumps in jail. Hey oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but they've been constantly been taking bumps. I mean, you look at Matt. Matt's knees don't bend. Matt's knees don't work. His hips don't work, and his back doesn't work. Yeah, Matt. Like, Matt walks like a 1970s action figure. He has like three points of articulation, and that's it. Yeah, uh, it could be very cool to see a uh, team extreme, not team extreme, but uh, Edge and Christian versus uh, uh, the Young Bucks. Yep, could be a very cool match. I mean, we've seen the Hardys like versus the Bucks a lot. There's a lot of really cool things that can be done that way. Now, I don't want to see Edge come in heel. No, uh, and that's like the thing is if he comes face. in, if he comes in to team with Christian, then yeah. he's coming in heel. Sadly, but and I, I think you have Edge come out. I think you have, Edge. and you use Edge to be like, dude, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? You know, and, and, and I think works. I think you do it like that, and then you get that run. I just really uh, want to see Edge and Christian working yeah. together. Right? Yeah. Um. So I mean, as far as the releases and concern, and all the concerned, the the contract ends. Jade is officially a yeah. WWE superstar now. Jade uh, is officially a WWE superstar, and they've started teasing Brian Pillman Jr. Yep. for television. Yep. Um, so you know, I think both of them. Good luck in WWE. I hope that somebody has convinced Pillman to cut his hair. I hope they haven't. I I, I don't, really want him coming uh, in as as his dad, basically. I don't I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't think that that's Brian Pillman Jr. See, but here's the thing though, right? This is how this is why I want to see it that way. I want to see him come in as Brian Pillman, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at some point. We can have a hair versus hair match or a, a hair versus career match or something like that. Hair we, versus mask. Hair versus mask where we set up some kind of, and the story is you're not your dad. Oh, you do you do a hair versus mask match. Now, hear, hear me out. It's not your traditional hair versus mask match. It's Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. versus, uh, why did his name, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> and if Pillman wins, Mysterio has to put on his father's mask. Eh, 
or or a mask. You know, thinking, like no, I just just I was wondering, like the reverse. I was kind of wondering if we could get Stone Cold out of Cold out of retirement, and uh, for a couple of shots, and have him come in. Pillman's doing the whole Brian Pillman thing, and Stone Cold comes in and tells him, "You're not your dad," <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. And then it transitions something over dad, to boy. being something else. But either way, hey, cool. I, I wish yeah. both of them the best of luck in WWE. Absolutely. Um. Several people have said it, at least. The internet community is weird, but there have been a lot of people, at least, with some some positive thoughts here. Wrestling is a job. Mm-hmm. I will never uh, look down on somebody who is going somewhere to either make more money or make their brand bigger No, in that kind of position. Like, if Jade got more money at WWE, if Pillman Jr. gets more money at WWE, if Cody got more money at WWE, they're getting more recognition, they're getting more time on screen, they're getting more control, whatever it happens to be. Well, if it benefits them, make your stacks, Yeah, right? Make, make, make your money. And I've been on record, I don't know if I've said it on here, but we've definitely talked about it uh, off air. Jade needs the performance center. She really does. And, and that's not a shot like, at her. That's not really a shot even at AEW. That mm-hmm. is a shot at you have somebody who is not a professional wrestler coming in, learning the sport, well, and they need the what you do structure of that performance so center. Jade started building her name in AEW. AEW did her a world of good with the mm-hmm. whole, as much as we hated it, the whole undefeated streak and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? She goes to the WWE. She goes through the performance center. She has the look. We've talked about that a ton of times. Absolutely. She has the attitude. We've talked about that a bunch of times. She did not have the ring work. She had started working on it. She was getting better, and then she kind of plateaued off. Going to the performance center, she can legit get better. Yeah. So what you have is you have Jade go over here. Let's say she signed a three- or five-year deal with WWE. Probably three would be my guess. She runs out her three years. If WWE hasn't done her anything, Tony has already said there was absolutely no hard feelings when she left. I, I guarantee you it came down to money. It came down to money. And that... And, and, and Tony, I can guarantee Tony's comment was probably, hey, we want to kind of pay you the same we're paying you. Because your ring work is kind of the same as it was. And WWE saw the opportunity to swoop in and pick up one of the one of the uh, uh, opposition's big stars, mm-hmm. right? So they offered her more. So she's going to go over there. She's going to get better. Yep. And then after that, maybe she comes back to the AEW. She comes back. She says she spent her time uh, traveling the world. She's ready to get back to business. We're at home or something yeah. like that, right? So, and and look, good honor for that. The wrestling world is in some serious flux right now. We're two weeks into having Endeavor own WWE. Yeah, we don't know what that looks like six months, a year from now. Exactly. Uh, does Endeavor decide? As I've seen some people argue that WWE is not as good of a fit as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so they sell it off in yeah. five years for a profit or whatever, you know, who knows, who knows what happens. What we do know to see. 
is Vince made his money. Mm-hmm. Vince has the cloud of SEC investigations hanging over him. Yeah. And then you have AEW. So now you have AEW trying to find their footing again. Mm-hmm. And, and there's going to be people that say, oh, AEW has their footing. They, they really don't. Tony did say that tonight at WrestleDream is a, is a new chapter for AEW. So I look forward to it. I look forward to see what they're doing. I, I look forward to it. And, and I'm not saying anything bad about AEW. I'm just being honest. When I watch, sit down and watch an AEW show, it, it's an AEW show. Mm-hmm. It, but... I mean, this is what the first time we've done two back-to-back AEW pay-per-views ever. Yeah, we usually skip one. Yeah, we usually, but you know, we're doing those. But it's an AEW show. We sit down, we watch WWE. It's a WWE show. Yeah. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I haven't watched a live WWE show in quite some time. I, I, I haven't. Uh, I, I mean, have I go watched, back and I watch Hulu. I've watched clips. Like and that's my thing, yeah, right? We, like, we watch clips, like. If I see something on Twitter, mm-hmm. or I see something on Reddit, or I see something on Facebook, what, what's this Twitter thing that you're talking about? Um, it's the bird app. You know? <laughs> so if I see something on any of those that seemed like a really cool moment, mm. or you know, I follow Fightful, uh, I, I I pay the five bucks to their Patreon, right? I highly suggest it. Yeah. If I see something cool that Sean Ross has, has said or, you know, the Fightful account has said, I'll go to YouTube. Yeah. I'll watch that clip. But as far as to sit down and watch Raw or even what I was doing where I just had Raw on in the background, I don't do that anymore. It's football season right now. I, I generally have Monday Night Football on in the background making noise. And um, it does seem like there's the possibility with these contract negotiations going on, TV contract negotiations, that Raw might be moving off of Mondays. Yeah, it, it And could what be. does that look like for wrestling? Because you'd think professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. you think Monday Night Raw. Yeah, who especially, knows? Especially for the casual fans out there. It's, it's Monday Night Raw. It's, it's professional Raw. wrestling. Exactly. If Raw's not on Monday. Where does it go? Where does it go? Who, like... Does, does WWE say, hey, AEW, give them the crotch shot and... Move Raw to Wednesdays? Uh, see, I think that that would just piss AEW off and they would step their game up. Oh, I know it would. But do they do that? You know, that that's my thing, right? Like, because I think last Wednesday we were actually sitting here and we were talking about it. You know, WWE, they're in the, the process. Maybe, they're looking maybe that NXT and, and Raw will go to NBC, mm-hmm. which is still owned by USA. But it's going off. I think the it's the USA other way network. around. USA is owned by NBC. NBC, uh, Comcast, NBC Universal is that big conglomerate up mm-hmm. there, and uh, USA is in that umbrella. Yeah. Um. So they're talking about it maybe going to NBC. SmackDown is coming back to USA. Yeah. So this was one of the comments that we made. Right now, Monday Night Football is on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when that deal expires. Right, because when they when it went to ESPN, you know they they like everything. They signed a three year, five year, ten year, or whatever deal. Yeah. So I don't know when that expires. But Monday Night Football is a huge get. It is. So right now NBC has the Sunday Night game. 
they make a play for Monday night football. Absolutely. They would be stupid if they didn't. They they will absolutely make a play for Monday night football, as will Fox, mm-hmm. as will, you know, CBS, and, you who, know, whoever, you know. I remember being a kid and being so angry when the Westminster Dog Show <laughs> was on USA because it would preempt Raw yep. for two weeks. Yep. And that used to piss me off so much as a kid because I wanted to see wrestling. I wanted to see DX. I wanted to see Stone Cold and The Rock. I didn't care about a dog jumping over a stick. They didn't even jump over sticks. They just walk around in a circle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, good Lord, Monday Night Football? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, Monday Night Football will preempt Raw every chance that they get. and. it's so because talking, football so is talking, so much more. If that happens, you're talking 17 weeks out of the year mm. that Raw would not be on Mondays. Yeah. So then do they, like you said, do they just move Raw to like a Wednesday? Do they move it to a Thursday? Thursday mm-hmm. Night Raw seems very sounds very wrong to say. And then you have Thursday Raw, Friday SmackDown? Right. So, I, I don't know. I... Raw needs to stay, and this is just my opinion as a a wrestling fan and viewer, Mm -hmm. Raw needs to stay on Mondays because of the history of Raw being on Mondays. Even when it went to Spike, it was on Mondays. Yeah. That being said, it's going to go wherever it goes. Yeah, for sure. Now, we've we've mentioned Wrestle Dream several times now. Um, We did have No uh, No Mercy last night, Mm -hmm. which I kind of like to close off with. Okay. Yeah. but because we've mentioned Wrestle Dream a few times, let's go through the matches that are on there. So, we have the TNT Championship. Christian Cage versus Darby Allen, a two out of three falls match with Sting and Luchasaurus barred from ringside. We've already kind of talked about that one a little bit. If Edge shows up, this is where he's showing up. Yeah. I 100% believe. This is where you debut him. If, if they debut. have signed him. If now, they've signed him. If they haven't signed him, then yeah, of course he'll show up on, on a Dynamite yeah, or sure. at Full Gear or whatever. But, you know. Maybe they've got a, I don't know if they do, I haven't looked, but maybe they got an AEW show in the next couple of months in Toronto or something. Maybe that's where they do it. But yeah. either way, if he shows up tonight, this is the match he shows up in. Um, FTR versus Aussie Open for the AEW World Tag Titles. Okay. Uh, so, well, actually, let's step back. So who do you think wins out of the Christian Darby Allen match? Christian just picked up the belt. Yeah, I'm thinking Christian wins. I'm thinking Christian wins, but I, I'm going to throw a Dark Horse Darby wins. Okay. I'm going to throw that they, they t- had Christian take it from Luchasaurus. Darby pins Christian, and that sets the breakup of Luchasaurus and Christian. See, I was thinking I was thinking similar story. I think Christian retains, but just barely. And they still use that as the the breakup of Christian and Luchasaurus. Now, what they could do, Christian retains, or Luchasaurus costs Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm running with this. This is just popping in. So give me, Luchasaurus costs Christian the belt. Following the match, Luchasaurus just starts laying into Christian. Mm-hmm. That's when Ed shows That's up. That's when Ed shows up. You think you know me? Right. <laughs> On this day. So, FTR versus Aussie Open. FTR is probably win- winning this. I, I think so. I don't see Aussie uh, Open winning. Uh, we haven't heard, I haven't heard anything about um, 
I guess it's Cash's, yeah, Cash's um, legal woes. But at this point, they didn't take it off of him immediately following that. Why would they take him off here now? ROH World Tag Titles, MJF solo because Adam Cole's ankle exploded Mm. uh, versus The Righteous in a handicap match. I think The Righteous wins here. I'm leaning towards The Righteous, but I also see... Since they're not, it doesn't look like they're going to take Adam Cole off of the road since he yeah. came out on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. I'm definitely seeing some MJF, and this would play right into MJF's character. MJF squeaks out a win somehow. He squeaks and, out a win because the, the masked figures from the end of Dynamite yeah. show up and attack righteousness, uh, or the righteous, rather. And then that's revealed that they're... It's the kingdom and ne- Mr. Neckstrong himself, uh, Roddy. Yeah. So I'd be down with that. Uh, we got the TBS championship, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. I, I hate this match, Michael, because you like both of these both women. Of you want both of win. them to win. Cause Statlander has just gotten the belt recently. She's been doing an amazing job with it. Uh, I think at least as far as the matches are concerned, yeah. Julia Hart has really stepped into her own, I think. And they keep bringing up her whole, she's on a 27-match winning streak, you know, 26-match, 25-match, you know. Every week, she's winning pretty handily. Yeah. Um, And they're talking about the streak she's on. So either A, she loses, and now what? Or B, she wins... And did we really give Chris enough chance with the TNT title? Or the TBS title, rather? Statlander by disqualification. Think so? It works. A DQ match? A DQ and an AEW match? Only had like four of those in four years. I know, but it it just makes sense. It just makes sense to me because then you you protect Statlander and her title reign. And you also the ref protect. catches the mist or something yeah. like that. Or yeah. more importantly, I think this is maybe where we see because a couple of weeks ago, Julia Hart misted Willow. Mm. So do we see like Willow come down to quote unquote make the save on Statlander, and the mist gets to her and she attacks Statlander, and that's where our DQ comes from. I really don't want to see Willow uh, as joining. A, as a heel. Well, not even I don't I don't really care that much about Willow face or heel. I don't want to see her as part of that group. Yeah. I just don't no. like she <laughs> nothing about her vibe fits that fits that group. And change her character. Absolutely. Change her character. She's kind of I think peaked is the character that she is. Nothing but, about cheerleader Julia Hart fit that fit that either. So Yeah, but they and built now, and now uh in Spooky We Trust. Even so. even though they carried it on too long, they built that. They yeah. they built her falling into this depression. Yeah. Just and, sitting and, there on the rings. You know, yeah. They yeah. built it and it worked. I don't think that they've a had enough time with Willow to do that, and b. I just don't, don't see, it see it. So next match we have the ROH World Champion and the Strong Openweight Champion Eddie Kingston versus Shibata for both belts. I mean, 
Obviously, Kingston's winning here. Kingston's got to win here, right? He just picked up the title. He he just picked up. Well, he just picked up. I think he's had one title for he's like had a one month. for a while. He picked and up then the he other be- one like two weeks ago. Yeah, so uh, he's canceled all of his independent bookings because of it. Like all that kind of stuff. So um, I feel so, like he got to do that. Yeah, Kingston's Kingston's winning this one. Uh, Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. I think Danielson wins here. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of this build to, so, to know. Yeah you, did. yeah, you did. It was I mean, six months ago. Yeah. Because it was before Forbidden Door is where this build was. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Danielson, I think, is getting the win, but if they have Zack Sabre Jr. for any length of time, yeah. if they giving, him, time, I can see that happening. giving him a win over Danielson and his yeah. essentially – Debut or re-debut match with AEW. This one's tough to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Kota Ibushi versus Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. I was about to say the faces should win this, but I uh, do we really count... Some of these guys is fit. Well, we need Kenny, Kenny, Coda, and Jericho need the win here. They got to. Because, they got they they need well, the well, win. Let me rephrase it. But I really think Tony's booking style. I really think they're going to get screwed somehow, and the heels are going to get the Kenny win. Kenny needs the win here because yeah. Kenny has lost to to cash to like twice now. He lost twice in a week because he in lost he lost at at both of those last two pay per views. So. Jericho has lost recently to Osprey and to Guevara. So, yeah. No, they uh, Jericho doesn't necessarily need the win. Jericho's Jericho. He can go on a multi-year losing streak at yeah. this point in his career and be fine. Abushi, uh, the American audience barely knows who that is. Yeah. But the Kenny needs the win. But I feel like with Tony's booking style, it's, it's going to be the, be the heels. Yeah. We got Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Page. Hangman wins this. Is my is my go to here? Yeah, it has to. Um, we have the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers versus the Guns versus Orange Cassidy and Hook in a four way, with the winner getting a future AEW title shot. Bucks. I think it's going to be Orange Cassidy and Hook. I think that I, I think we're going that route. I'm I'm gonna say Bucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on Bucks. That's, um, the, that's the easy pick. But here here's a a, a possible twist on the last match. Mm-hmm. Sammy never turns on turned on Jericho, and he yeah I can see that he was the the hidden mole. Yeah, he turns mid match or steps away mid match, leaving right. the and you know the three to two on. Out. And yeah. Um. Then we have the pre show stuff. The trios championships are on the pre show. The acclaimed with uh, Daddy Ass versus Shane Haste, Mickey Nicholas, and Bad Dude Tito. And if you can tell me who any of those last three people are, then I will believe that they win. I can. Okay. I can tell you exactly who they are. Okay. They're the losers of that match. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> um, we have Nick Wayne versus Luchasaurus. Uh, 
Luchasaurus, I don't know. I feel like Luchasaurus wins this one. Yeah, Lu- Luchasaurus, I think. They're beating the trash out of Nick Wayne. But Nick Wayne has had a decent push since he yep. came in. So it is... I give the edge to Luchasaurus, but I, I wouldn't could, be surprised by a Nick Wayne win. I could see Luchasaurus winning this one very brutally. Yeah. And it causes Nick Wayne to turn on Darby. Because why weren't you out here? Why weren't you helping me? That kind of thing. Uh, we got Claudio versus Josh Barnett. Claudio? Probably. <laughs> I don't and, then, and, in, in, and then in the, huh? Match of the night. Athena... Keith Lee, Kojima, and Billy Starks versus Lee Moriarty, Mercedes Martinez, Diamante, and Shane Taylor. I forgot. I forgot that <laughs> Diamante was a person. <laughs> when I saw that list, it's just like, so these people were all kind of standing around and catering, and Tony walked by and was like, y'all are all in a match. And they're like, okay, so who are we fighting? No, 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 no. Each other. Y'all are in a match. <laughs> team up. Yeah. Team, team up and, and flip a coin for the winner. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I feel like Keith Lee's the winner in this one. <laughs> just His because team, he gets to be on TV? Well, <laughs> just because he gets to be on TV, but also he's the biggest name I think you mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's Wrestle Dream, right? Yeah. Now, we did have No Mercy. Yeah, let's run through No Mercy. We'll run through it a little bit. Uh, so we have Blair Davenport defeating Kaylani Jordan. So, for those who may not be aware, Blair Davenport is B Priestley. B Priestley. Yeah. Uh, so she gets the win over. I think I'm saying this right. Kaylani, K E L A N I. Sure. Jordan. Uh, we then have uh, Baron Corbin. Defeating Braun Breaker. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, <laughs> like just, and we're talking about Braun here, not Baron. <laughs> right. I mean, Baron has fallen. Oh, like, yeah. Let's not even. But Braun Breaker was the NXT champion earlier this year. Yeah. And now he's losing to Baron Corbin. Now, it was with some interference. Doesn't matter. He uh, lost to Baron Corbin. Yeah. Now, I from what I've been reading... I haven't been following NXT. We've been open that we're not we don't watch NXT. But from what I've been reading, Baron Corbin's actually been doing pretty well in NXT. Uh yeah. he's finding his footing as to who he is. Earlier this year it came out that they didn't see him as a main event star anymore. But that was why Whose fault of, is that? But well, that's reportedly the reason that a bunch of people got removed from NXT in those mm-hmm. firings last week. He's still there, so that yep. says something. That says something. But he gets the win over Braun Breaker. Trick Williams defeated Dirty Dominic Mysterio to win the North American Championship. Mommy's going to be mad. Mommy is going to be mad. Uh, now, she, Dominic is now the first one to lose the belt. Yep, to lose uh, the gold from Judgment Day. And while there was a lot of hijinks in this match as far as why he lost the belt, yeah, because Dragon he, Lee was the referee. Yeah. Two referees. Dragon Lee got laid out, and then so did the replacement referee before Dragon Lee came back. To yeah. So there was a lot of hijinks. I can see Judgment Day playing up the, he didn't really lose right. what happened Dragon here. Lee's not a ref, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we have the NXT Tag Team Champions, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Lorenzo, defeating Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. That was uh, the Creed was Brothers that, the and Creed, OTM. 
I have to get through all of these. <laughs> yeah, that was like I know who the Creed Brothers are. I know who uh, the Los Lotharios are. Um, the other two, I really don't know who they are. Yeah, to be honest. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Like we but said, we're we we're not following. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing the Creed Brothers uh, or reading about them as being somebody to watch, but that was right after they switched yep. NXT to the new look right and we were like ew gross yeah. <laughs> uh you have the nxt heritage cup champion noam dar defeating butch yep um you have ila dragunov defeating carmelo hayes to win the nxt championship so yep ila dragunov is your nxt championship we are one step closer to is it him versus gunther him versus gunther so i'm 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 I want to see that match again. The first two were so good. Yeah. Like, I really want to see. When the, we say again, one. we can go back at any time and watch yeah. their two previous matches where they tear the roof off of the building. Literally. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that metaphorically. They literally rip the roof off. No, they tear the roof off. Those two just have amazing in-ring chemistry and they probably don't want to wrestle each other anymore because I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that uh, they take literal years off of each other's careers when they do. We get the NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, defeating Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match. Becky receives a cut on her arm, Mm -hmm. and I have seen pictures of the cut. It's and nasty. you can see bits of fat. Yeah, it went it hanging, went deep. Yeah, it went really deep, and you can uh, see the bits of fat hanging outside of the cut. They said it took uh, eleven stitches to close. Um, yeah, yeah, it it was not good. <laughs> and I imagine just looking at the picture I saw that it looks like it's on her forearm or her bicep. Yeah, it, it's it's on her arm somewhere. But I imagine when they say eleven stitches, she doesn't have eleven stitches outside. There's there's bound to be some inside bound to here. be some inside holding all that together and and bringing it together. So it sounds like it was a great show. I know the clips I've seen look really cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, maybe maybe we'll get back to NXT at some point. Yeah, I mean, it seems like like Shawn Michaels seems mm. to have it, you know, back if not back where it was, at least getting there. Um, you know, Vince has gotten his hands out of it. Yeah. So. Well, and and the rumors are that they see NXT as its own brand again. Huh. Uh, I remember. Fun. I remember when they did that before, and and try to remember. Um, was it was it good? It was when when they saw it like that because I, I seem to remember it was. Yeah. So, like I said, the rumors are that they they see NXT as its own brand. That's why you have Dominic Mysterio stepping in there for a little while. As your North American champion, that's why Becky Lynch is your current NXT Women's Champion. They're trying to drag eyes to the product. They need to, and you know they they like, had a really good several runs uh, uh, eras of NXT. Like were amazing. If NXT was just going to be their developmental, and that was it, then I'm perfectly all right with the whole. They're changing names. They're changing gimmicks when people come up, that kind of thing. When it was on the network, mm-hmm. when you had to go actively find it. Yeah. Right? With it being on USA, 
with the crossover that is now happening, they need to treat it as its own brand. Yeah. It, it needs, needs to, to be, be just like SmackDown, mm-hmm. just like Raw. You know, yeah, it's the it's the up and comers, the young whippersnappers, you know. I I thoroughly enjoyed several years ago now, probably like five years ago, I guess, when they did the Survivor series mm-hmm. and it was Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I thought it gave a lot of eyes to NXT. And if I recall, didn't NXT win that Survivor series? I think they did. And that was Adam Cole leading yeah. NXT there, and a lot of that was an accident. Yeah. A lot of that was um, Vince pissing off Saudi Arabia, so <laughs> right. all of his people got trapped yep. in Saudi Arabia. So. And, yeah, so. But can you think of anything else wrestling-related? Because I really can't. No, I, I don't think there was anything else of import. Yeah. So. We're going to watch Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Uh, see how, how it turns out. Uh, just based on the card, it looks like it's going to be good. Should be. Which probably, The matches should which, at least be good. Which means, in, in AEW terms, that means it's going to be a terrible pay-per-view. I do have a correction from earlier. Okay. Uh, we said earlier this is the first time that we've done two AEW pay-per-views in a row. Okay. That is a lie. All right. Because we skipped all out. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. We skipped all out, so... So, yeah. yeah. That, that, that is a lie. The, the fact that they were... It just feels <laughs> like they're two in a row because two of them were a week apart. Yeah. So, so. I guess anyway, yeah. we'd like to thank McNarb Gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if y'all, if y'all need something like nerdy, board game, some card games, D&D stuff, by all means, come down here to McNarb and pick it up. Yep. They got it all in there. They've got a special order system to where if they don't have it on the shelf and it's available, they can get it to you in eh, roughly a week or so. Yeah. Pay for it when you pick it up type stuff, too. So it's pretty awesome. They sell singles for Magic cards and Pokemon. So do you need just that one card and it's a rare? You don't want to buy an entire booster box? Just buy the card. Can can I get my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I think they have them in packs, but I know they don't have them for singles. <laughs> Um, so, you know, you can, uh, you, they, they may be next to, uh, what was the one by Konami that they had for a while? An older, we, we have a studio audience right now. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Konami did Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, it did? Okay. <laughs> and, uh, there was another one though. There was another one that, uh, Our studio audience doesn't think they our have. Our studio audience is Jody from, uh, <laughs> Travels on the Omnibus and, and Fearology. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't and, think that they have uh, have Yu Gi Oh. And also, and also uh, Super Magic Nerd, uh, Jody Kite. So, um, if you need something though nerd related, like we said, go grab it over at McNarms. And if you're looking for something nice to drink, head on over to Big Dog Liquor, also here in Gautier, and go ahead and start stocking your liquor cabinet before the holidays. You're going to need it. Your family's coming in. You're going to need all of the liquor you can get. Absolutely. Pick up something nice. Maybe, maybe you decide that this Jefferson's, uh, this this Pritchard Hill um, Cabernet Cabernet Cask finish is is good for you. Um, it was, the price was right for me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, check out 
check out Big Dog Liquor. They have specials on wine, and they do deals for if you are military, if you're a senior citizen. And, hey, if it's a Wednesday, you get to stack your military discount and your senior citizen discount. Absolutely. And then, now you've gone to McDarb. Yes. Right? You've got your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm-hmm. Which you can't get there, but you've got them anyway. Somehow you, you found the one pack that they have buried in, in the back somewhere. <laughs> you have gone to Big Dog, and you've picked up your, your libation. Mm-hmm. You've listened to us, obviously. Obviously. You're here. So now you guys need to go listen to our friends at Travelers on the Omnibus. Yep. Uh, Jody, James, Ethan, and Brady. Uh, they are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. I feel like we do that better than they do sometimes as far as that, that catchphrase. I, yeah, I believe that, definitely. Um, but they talk about all kinds of stuff. Their most recent episode that, they, that has been out is the top five boss fights throughout video gaming. Uh, so give those a listen. And, and It was a very good discussion because I'm not somebody who necessarily, I, I enjoy video games, but I don't play them a whole lot it was a very good discussion and it gave me some ideas on on some hard boss fights that also be a lot of fun yeah absolutely so yeah definitely give that a listen and check out jody on his own show now on spotify i believe it's only on spotify and that is fearology and it's about his relationship with the horror genre how it's affected him throughout his life and he also releases some experimental music from time to time on there so give him a listen and uh Pass that around to your friends. It's a lot of fun. And then finally, uh, our friends at Silence Your Cell Phones, uh, Jarrett and Kevin, they talk about movies as a whole, new ones, old ones, bingeable stuff on Netflix, all that kind of stuff. They are available on podcast, and they still do their YouTube uh, from time to time. So you can swing onto YouTube and watch them there if, if for whatever reason you wanted to see their, their beautiful faces. But With all of that said, we are now, it is now 6.15, so that means the, the pre-show's pre-show probably has started. started. So we're going to go ahead and call it here, Yep, and we're going to go watch some wrestling. So, cheers. Cheers.